we go, episode 225, Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral Podcast. I may have to wish you Happy New Year. I think it's it's been since 2022 since I recorded a podcast. So welcome to the show. Happy New Year. And wow, so much has gone on the last month. I'm going to try and convert these episodes into small little bites. I'm going to try and record just some pretty quick episodes, although this one I may run on a little bit just because creativity is such a passion of mine. But I do want to record an episode about a recent surgery I had, some things that I've noticed in the world. But today I want to talk about creativity. And today's episode is is dedicated to a friend of mine who was on my podcast about two and a half years ago. Her name is Jen. She's recently left us here on planet Earth. And it's been a really heartbreaking, heart-wrenching week the last week because I just found out the news. And she is somebody that I think through our conversations has really inspired not only my podcast, but but reminded me about the value of turning the equipment off or turning the distractions off, finding quiet time, finding the space to reflect. And from that space and time living in reflection, creativity evolves and grows. And I've really been thinking a lot about this the last few weeks, not only because I lost one of my best friends, which I'm still wrestling with every day, and I may record a podcast about that specifically in the coming weeks or months, but I am so immersed in my new record right now, record number five. I've got like 17, 18 songs that I'm working on. Each one has different things that have been completed. Most of them have drums completed, although I need to record the drums on a few more songs, have rough melodies here, lyrics there, synthesizers here. And it is, I'm like, I'm in in a laboratory right now of creativity. And it's beautiful. It is full. I'm filled of so much joy right now. And on my last record, I felt this sort of push to get it completed as quickly as possible because it was the beginning of the pandemic and I wasn't working. And I got the sense that I have to take advantage of this time right now because, you know, six months, a year later, you know, we might be back. You know, the the world will be open. I'll be back at work. I won't be getting unemployment anymore. So I needed to take advantage of that time. So I, I sort of, I almost took it for granted in a way. I just, I, let, I, I, I moved through it pretty quickly or as fast as I could because I think in the back of my mind, I knew that this may end at any point and I'm going to have to get back to work. So I was just moving at a swift pace. But now, which, again, let me backtrack for a moment. I think there's a lot of artists out there that move quickly. Now with television and movies, it's important to have a timeline, whether it's self-inflicted or, or created by your employer. We have to put an end to our creative um, work that we're working on, or it could last forever. It could last 5, 10, 15 years. However, 
I think there's a reason why a lot of bands and artists have that sophomore slump with their second record, their third record, because with the first record, you're working on it for like five, ten years. It's your first one, and you're really thinking about every little detail. But if you get signed, and then you get a lot of money, and then you have the expectations of the record label, isn't it funny how the product is often not as good? And it's because you have all these sort of extracurricular Um, distractions, you have the record labels, executives, all placing expectations on you. And that does have an effect on the creativity. And I think that's sort of the world that we live in now, where the world sort of expects you to create at this fast pace, frenetic uh, pace, as I just said. And I think it's because now, it's not because record labels Um, want you to create and give them a product. I think now it's because there's so many people creating, there's so many distractions, there's so much content that if you aren't creating and putting something out every month, every two months, you're going to be forgotten. Todd Field, who's an amazing director who made In the Bedroom, Little Children, He just put out a new movie called Tar. Honestly, I didn't love it. It was way too long. Kate Blanchett is fantastic. But it felt like the movie needed a major editing job. But he's on a podcast with Mark Maron last week. And you you really understand how long it takes to make something, how... So many different layers are involved, different people are involved, and even even the record that I'm working on, I'm working on a couple melodies right now, and it's taking me days to figure figure it out. And this, it's just like one synth melody in one song. And I think I'm also bringing this up because I was just on a podcast. It's called the On Stage Podcast. It should release in a couple weeks. And the host, he's a very nice man, but he's asking me, about creativity, and he's, he's saying something like, well, I, I don't understand, you know, why isn't Billy Joel just putting out more records, and why aren't these albums coming out more often? I just, I don't think there's a clear understanding about why it takes so long to make art. It takes time. It's, it's not like, although creativity can be as simple as fixing your car engine on your own, There's some types of art that we make, whether it's a piece of art, uh, a painting, a song, an album. It can take years. I can't, I can't, so he's trying to, he's asking me, the host, you know, why does it take so long? And I'm trying to give him these examples. Um, But every artist, every band is different. There are some artists like Ryan Adams, who's putting out a record every three, five months. And then there's some artists like Todd Field, who's putting out a a new movie or film every 15 years. We need to relax as creators and not put so much pressure on ourselves because society is putting an immense amount of pressure on us to create as quickly as possible. But if we work that way, it's potentially possible that your creativity won't be as good. You won't be in a natural unfolding of creativity if you're just forcing the issue. And again, I realize that sometimes it's good to 
um, at a timeline or, or at a cutoff period to your process, but you got to be careful there. You got to sort of analyze and understand each project on its own. For me, this record right now, I'm just letting it unfold. And if it takes me two, three years, that's how long it's going to take. I think Mark Marin does a really good job of explaining sort of the chaos, the chaotic nature of creativity and sort of the, the mind fuck that you go through trying to figure it all out. You know, I'm sitting here trying to explain, you know, where my inspiration comes from and, and my process. And the reality is, is that with this record I'm working on, it started about six months ago. And before that, you know, I had some ideas I was working on, but nothing was really killing me. And I was sort of forcing the issue a bit because when you're done with a record, you sort of feel a little depression because it's sort of like, now what? Now what do I do? You get so much joy hearing these sounds in your head, bringing them to life, and then you're done. It's like you've been working on this thing for a year or two, and then it's all over. So it's like, now what? And so I, I wanted to create music quickly. I just was back in the studio making sounds, and I liked a few things, but nothing was really blowing me away. And so I'm, I'm on a plane ride to Kauai to celebrate my birthday in May, and Ryan Adams ha- uh, happens to put out a new album that very day. So I put it on my, my uh, iPad, and I'm listening to it the whole ride there, six hours, and it's incredible. It's, it's just the acoustic guitars, the electric guitars, the songs, the lyrics. I'm blown away. I mean, I literally listened to it six hours there, six hours back. And it's so inspirational that I go out the next day and I buy a new acoustic guitar. And I, I literally couldn't stop playing the thing for like two months. And I'm writing new music and I'm writing these songs. And I'm feeling like that guitar is a vessel. And I just was in this mesmerized state where I just could not stop writing. And in fact, I'm still in that state. I just wrote a new song about a week ago. So I've got like 18 songs right now that I'm working on. It just, it came out of nowhere. I had no idea that that Ryan Adams uh, record was going to inspire me to go out and buy an acoustic guitar. I hadn't played the acoustic guitar for like five years. And that's sort of what's so mysterious about creativity. It takes its time. It, it deals with everybody differently. Let me play you this clip of Mark Marin. It's the episode with Ben Foster. But in the intro, Mark is talking about his process a bit. Did you have that moment where it's like, uh, all right, well, there's some things I want to change about me for the new year or whenever you choose to do that, say that thing to you. Obviously, you're usually talking about things you think are negative, but there are some things that in terms of work or creativity where you're sort of like well this is I'm going to do it this this year I'm going to do it I'm going to I'm going to write the screenplay I'm going to make the music I'm going to do uh, I'm going to I'm going to write down these goals and I'm going to achieve them this is how I'm going to do it and then as a few days go by maybe a week or so you're like wow I'm not really doing anything any differently 
But I think that's always been the way I work. If there's something in my mind that I really want to get done, a goal, it's usually weird and impulsive and a little bit small, like whether it's to you know learn a song or to fix a joke or to, uh, to, to kind of manifest some sort of uh, acting role, hopefully, or, or if it's, if it's a, a, a passion-based kind of creative endeavor, I'll put it in my head, but I don't change anything. And if it's real and if it's something that, you know, is in my heart, eventually it kind of happens without it being a stressful thing, without me doing a diary about it or, or uh, putting it on my vision board or, or, or whatever. It usually just, if it's, if, it's, if it's in the subtext of my brain as something I want to manifest or I want to do, uh, it usually comes to pass. It may not be as satisfying as I would have wanted it to be or, or as, as sort of uh, life-changing, but it, it'll usually happen. We're all in that bizarre process of trying to communicate, trying to create something new. We're all creative. We're all artists. And I, th- I really feel people don't understand how challenging it is to make something not only high quality, but just going through that painstaking process of getting whatever's inside your head out. And this, the, the podcast to me is, is easy. This is as easy as it comes. This is the easiest form of creativity. Because, you know, writing a short story, writing a poem, writing a book, making a song, I, I, I mean, maybe those are easy for you. I find those all so challenging. Actually, I'll give you one, something that's easier than the podcast. Creating something for social media. That's why so many people are doing it. It's quick. It's easy. Instagram gives you all the tools to help make something look cool. But everything else is so damn hard. And I think we all have it in us. But the world sort of has these expectations or it feels like everybody's doing it and everybody's doing it so fast and the world wants that art really fast. That's another reason why it's, it's so important to take a break from the, the minutia, the onslaught of information, of tech, because it warps your mind. It warps your perception on, on everything. Let me read... Uh, I just got this new book from Rick Rubin. I'll let you go after this. It's called The Creative Act, A Way of Being. Jen would have absolutely loved this book. I can just tell. First chapter, everyone is a creator. Those who do not engage in the traditional arts might be wary of calling themselves artists. They might perceive creativity as something extraordinary or beyond their capabilities. Fortunately, this is not the case. Creativity is not a rare ability. It is not difficult to access. Creativity is a, fundam- creativity is a fundamental aspect of being human. It's our birthright. Creativity doesn't exclusively relate to making art. We all engage in this act on a daily basis. To create is to bring something into existence 
that wasn't there before. It could be a conversation, the solution to a problem, a note to a friend. What you make doesn't have to be witnessed, recorded, sold, or encased in glass for it to be a work of art. Through the ordinary state of being, we're already creators in the most profound way, creating our experience of reality and composing the world we perceive. Beautiful words, Rick Rubin. I've just started this. I can't wait to get into it further. Uh, he's an amazing music producer, working with so many incredible artists, Beastie Boys, uh, the band Ours, Jay-Z, just just a few. There's, I mean, probably hundreds. Tom Petty, he, he produced one of my favorite records from Tom Petty, Wildflowers. So I just want you to sort of think about creativity. It's important to turn the noise, the comparisons, the tech off so that you can really connect and tune in with your own creative process. Don't rush it. Don't think that it is something that can be rushed or move quickly. This takes time. Even this podcast took me days to think about this. It's not a quick fix. It all takes time. You know where to find me. I'd love to hear from you this year on social media at Eddie Cohn or the Spiritual Spiral Podcast. Drop me a note. Drop me a line. Tell me what you're working on creatively. It's a strange world out there. It's not easy to navigate, but I think creativity, the art of expression, it's like therapy. It's another reason why Jen and I connected. We really love to talk about how creativity is therapy. It helps us get through our day-to-day lives. All my music on Spotify, new book on Amazon, Eddie Cohn. Uh, just type in Eddie Cohn, S-S-A-F-Y on Amazon. You can get the book there. Again, I'd love to hear from you. Or write a review on iTunes for the show. That's always fantastic. Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral. As always, thanks so much for listening and being a part of the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral podcast. <laughs>